0: is this dignified lady looking for a calm retirement home this fancy feline loves to be treated like royalty if you want to be her devoted subject stop by the
1: dog and cat shelter today
2: Hi, this is Kitty Merrill at Buffalo Realty, introducing 152 Highway 16 East in Buffalo. This 36-acre parcel adjacent to the city limits, it offers mountain views, and a beautiful creek runs the entire length of the east edge of the property. Perfect for whatever you can imagine, development of residential homes, multifamily, and commercial. There are no covenants. Location is amazing, and possibilities are endless. Call me, Kitty Merrill, at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property.
3: This public service announcement sponsored by Pilch Engineering, providing landfill engineering services to Wyoming.
0: Calling all maestros. Come unleash the enchantment of a little night music. We are now entertaining a passionate pianist who will also be the director of a small orchestra for the show. If you're ready to orchestrate magic, contact Aaron Butler of the Wyo Theater at 307-672-9084 and join us in bringing the symphony of love and laughter to life.
3: Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. This morning,
4: with us, we have the Executive Director of Sheridan Community Land Trust, Brad Bauer, and the Director of Marketing and Development, Mr. Chris Verba. Good morning and Happy New Year, gentlemen. Morning, Floyd. How are Great you? Great
5: morning from the southern tropics,
4: Floyd. I know, right? It's it's kind of crazy outside. We're going to talk about this weather uh, here in a little bit because... You know, we've got a big event coming up, brings in a lot of tourism, brings in a lot of money for the community, and I'm I'm getting a little apprehensive at this point, but I'm sure Sean Parker and you guys are uh, taking care of this situation. All right, so first off, how was your new year, Chris?
5: My new year was uh, pretty fantastic. Uh, I was actually out in... uh, out on the East Coast, I was in Hoboken, New Jersey. So uh on New Year's Eve I saw the uh, the Empire State building all How lit cool. up pretty awesome. Uh cool. from uh from an apartment, uh from my partner's apartment, and uh had a great time with uh, a very special boy named Max. He's uh, one heck of a cat.
4: Right on. <laughs> that's that's amazing. You know, I've never had the opportunity uh to go anywhere on the East Coast. Uh, We touched down during a deployment once, uh, but, you know, we couldn't leave the airport, so we just kind of sat around. It was the middle of the night. Everybody there was extremely courteous and fantastic, but uh, one of these days I'm hoping to go and hit Washington, D.C., and, of course, see New York and uh, the Statue of Liberty and visit all that history that we've got back there.
5: And you can do all of that, But, I mean, if you aren't hitting the New Jersey side and getting some fresh mutts from an Italian deli, uh, (laughs) you've really missed your opportunity. Um, uh, My partner, Noreen, does a fantastic job of getting me to some uh, incredible places where I can uh, indulge my instincts uh, (laughs) to try out all of the, the different types of delicious deli meat.
6: So that's fantastic. I get photos of it sent to me. So <laughs> I the attack. big sausages yeah, hanging, yeah, yeah.
4: you know, the, the old the old look of the deli. Yeah, i was think like, oh, this is great. my lunch
6: today. I'm like, oh, my peanut butter and jelly doesn't <laughs> look so good.
5: So uh, you know, really, anyone out there in uh, Sheridan Media Land, uh, if y'all could uh, uh, create a uh, Italian genuine Italian deli with the fresh mozz, uh, you like, you might have had mozzarella before. Certainly it's fantastic on pizza, but if it ain't fresh, like the, the gap between what <laughs> those two yeah. products is unlike anything I can recall having. So, uh, yeah, uh, business opportunity for someone uh, more capitalized than I am.
4: <laughs> Brad, how was your New Year?
6: We were good. Yeah, it was good New Year's. Jody and I, we went out to the Wyona Bar and oh, wow. celebrated the New Year's there. It was like an early... um. But they had fireworks at like 8, which was great because then we were at home and uh, in bed soon afterwards. Yeah,
4: so. <laughs> yep. uh, the past couple of New Year's I've celebrated uh, uh, watching the clock from my pillow.
6: Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, midnight, yeah. we made it, babe. Like. Yep. Yeah, when, when we have Kinley uh, every other year for New Year's, we get to celebrate uh, the ball drop for East Coast time. That's about as, about as late as we get. and then Yeah. <laughs> then
4: we're off to bed. You know, I've, I've been asking folks, uh, it doesn't have to be, uh, so much of a resolution, but, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, it's a good time to take a step back, take some inventory. Um, I've thought, uh, different questions to different guests. What do you want to throw out this year that you haven't yet? Uh, and also, is there a hobby that you would like to start this year that you haven't, uh, considered in the past for yours? Just real quick, Chris, tell me what is one task or project that you would like to
5: complete this year? Man, that's a curveball, huh? Uh, one task or project? Task or project that can be, I be would, professional. Or I would personal. like to complete this year. Um, well, I, I guess so. For me, it's I'm. I'm three fish away from getting the ultimate angler. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so, like, I, like at this point, I'd like to get my trophy. And, uh, you know, I was down in Glendo last weekend and uh, uh, went over for 3 on getting those three species for that. Uh, so if anybody can put me on a big yellow perch or uh, some good walleye, I'm not a great walleye fisherman. Uh, you know, appreciate it. So y'all can reach me at... Chris, C-H-R-I-S, <laughs> at Sheridan, C-L-T, like communitylandtrust.org. Or you know what? You can come on out to the Fly Fishing Film Festival this Saturday night at the Wyo Theater. That's February 3rd, and at 5 o'clock, the doors are going to open. 5.30, the films are going to begin. We are going to have a fantastic time with our friends from the fly shop of the Bighorns. They bring this awesome night into town. There's fantastic films. There's great fellowship. Uh, You can have a cold one or two or three or however many you'd like. Importantly, you'll also have an opportunity to buy raffle tickets for some fantastic prizes. And here's the good news for everyone out there who is less of a fish brain than me. It's not just about fish. We have all this great outdoor gear there uh, that you can come out, enjoy uh, with your fellow recreationists and have a shot at winning among those. Uh, there is a guy a guided fly fishing trip for two uh, in the Bighorn Mountains with Seth Carroll and Spiro Wigwam. Now, Seth is, uh, at this point, the expert on bighorn trout fishing and cl- in the Cloud Peak Wilderness in particular. And he's going to get you up there on some horses and take you out to some really cool spots uh, that... You know, I've done a lot of fishing around the Bighorns. Uh, that's certainly been my summer pastime uh, these past five summers. Um, I mean, the, uh, the amount of Cloud Peak fishing knowledge that I have in comparison to Seth is, uh, you know, like the difference between Little Twin Lake Reservoir and Big Twin Lake Reservoir. You know, my knowledge would barely fill up a drop in Park Reservoir. How's that? Yeah. And it certainly wouldn't get you up to Big Horn or Cross Creek, which Seth can.
4: Yeah, and th- and that is quite a trek to get up there as well. Uh I I think there's a couple different paths. Um I think one longer than the other, uh more scenic, but uh quite a bit longer compared to the the smaller one. But ag- again, I have not made that trek myself. What about you, Brad?
6: Oh man, I wish I had a good segue like Chris did. <laughs> you see how he did that? That's you know, that's that's, that's, that's skill. That's why that's here. um I think mine would be to finish so we have a small house. We're out in Banner, and uh, we I've been slowly insulating our our pole barn. Mm. So I like to finish that. So this weekend I finished we put a climbing wall in it. So there's like a thirty foot by twelve foot tall climbing wall in there now. My wife's a climber and not so much. But I finished that first step of that project and like to finish wrapping insulation around the rest of it and I want to put a, a wood stove out there. With, we heat our house with wood, so we might as well heat our shop with wood as well. And then I guess this could be my attempt at a nice, clean segue like Chris did is that part of that remodeling of that whole uh, barn would be I could put my finally put my, my skis someplace other than in the corner. Ah, uh, yeah. Including my, my cross-country skis. So we also have a thing coming up this weekend with the Black Mountain Nordic uh, group. Two weekends from now? Sunday, February 11th. It's going to be up at Story our centen- at Centennial Park from 10 a.m. to noon. Uh, it's in conjunction with Black Mountain-, Mountain again. We did this last year as well. And there's a chance for folks to come out that are new to Nordic skiing and get to try out skis. So we'll have skis that are free to demo. Um, I think for a $10 fee, you can get a little lesson as well. Uh, which would be invaluable uh, if you're brand new to Nordic, just to you know, simply even standing up. I remember m- when my wife first learned how to Nordic ski, <coughs> I laughed, probably not the right <laughs> response, uh, <clears throat> when she fell in the parking lot standing. <laughs> There's a little bit of an art to Nordic skiing, but I think with a lesson, you know, anybody could be able to pick it up, and hopefully we'll have enough weather for it, enough snow for it, rather. I was up in Story yesterday in a T-shirt and shorts running yeah, uh, which isn't really Nordic skiing weather, but we are supposed to have some snow coming in this weekend, so fingers crossed we'll have enough snow to make this work.
4: Uh, now, Chris, have you been up there quite a ways this season, uh, up on the mountain? Or... Oh, I,
6: went, I was five miles up Penrose yesterday, Penrose and Trail.
4: How many, I mean, is there snow up there at all, or is it more like four, what we've got going four, six on down six here?
6: Inches. Yeah. I mean,
5: My goodness.
6: We were short of Penrose Park by two miles, but we were up that trail quite a ways.
5: And, and so this, you know, this is, here's an opportunity for another kind of segue to to keep up to date with that. And, and pretty soon here, you'll start getting the next snowpack numbers, uh, you know, is we're about ready to start a new month. Uh, each month SCLT puts out a Sheridan County water supply report. I was actually uh, so, going to ask you so about that, that report. W- that information will actually contain, uh, information about snowpack and, uh, your other water metrics for your Bighorn uh, basins so like you'll get the Clear Creek Basin and Powder River Basin as well as the Tongue River Basin Uh, you know so you know, I don't know what the number sits at today uh, but I certainly know uh, coming into the January cycle uh, we were beginning to run back into uh, it wasn't drought yet Mm -hmm. Um, it was And man, this is without it being right in front of me, I'm forgetting what the the actual category is. Abnormally dry. There it is.
4: Abnormally dry. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah,
5: And then so after that, you begin to hit the drought categories. Uh, Will we get there? I don't know. Go to our website, share it in CLT, like communitylandtrust.org. It's under the land tab, uh, and you'll see our water and drought page. And you'll have an opportunity to sign up. We'll put that in your e- inbox each month uh, as soon as we have it out. So, you know, Megan will get it assembled. It comes over to me. I get it out to you real quick. Uh, you can also find it on social media and other places. But sign up, and you don't ever have to f- remember to go get it. But
4: I was speaking with uh, Sheridan County Commissioner Lonnie Wright, uh, and and he's a, a rancher, a farmer, a former uh, fire department. And I was asking him if he was worried as of yet. And he said he wasn't worried yet. We do get those snowstorms, uh, kind of early spring, late winter. Um, and, and boy, I'm kind of got my fingers crossed on those showing up this year. Because it is, especially compared to last year. Sure. And, and I've sat back and thought to myself, you know, is the stark contrast the reason why I feel like we're just not getting a lot of snow or, or are we just not getting a lot of snow? And, and I think it's, it's a little both. bit of both. Yeah. yeah so yeah.
5: if you recall last year, the, the big difference last year was we just didn't melt the snow down here in town. So down in the Valley, whether you're living here in Sheridan or in Dayton or Ranchester, if you're all down in Buffalo, you know, all, all the Valley towns, we didn't melt out our snow. But if you actually looked at the snowpack reports from up top, they were always sitting right around the median. It wasn't like there was some kind of abnormally large gob of snow that was sitting up there that, you know, was reflective down here on the mountain. We just never lost any of it. Yeah. You know, of course, this year we aren't getting the snow anywhere, Um, but the real keys in this is my, like, layman's understanding of it you know, those, those late spring snows, like late February, March in particular, those are the, those are the water year makers as well as those early spring rains that, you know, obviously up on the mountain, those April showers are April blizzards, you know, and those things can, those always tend to have a heavier water content in them. So, you know, they're the ones that are harder to shovel. As opposed, as yeah. opposed to the skiffs that you just get a push off, my favorite ones, you know, coming out of Iowa, we had a lot more of those heavier snows. Um, but those are the things that really begin to determine how successful your water year is going to be. And you know, of course, if it's not a water year for somebody, if you're not on the ranch, if, if you're not, if your livelihood's not terribly dependent on how much water we have here. You know, the other side of it becomes, you know, what's the fire threat yeah. out here? What you know, what are those conditions a lot of be fuels like? grew last year. Absolutely. And and so hopefully because of that like surplus of water, we'll be able to still retain stuff a little bit more and but you know, we don't know. Yeah. But you can at least follow with the trend if you go to our website and sign up for the Sheridan County Water Supply report. You know, I wanna hit one other thing about uh this Saturday's um, fly fishing film tour. So, you know, I said, there's other great reasons, uh, even if you're not a fishing person to come out. And then I talked about an awesome <laughs> fly fishing guided <laughs> trip. So, you know, I do want to make sure because we've had some great folks who who have helped make this possible. We also have our Henry classic action, uh, excuse me, it's a lever action, Henry, uh, Western style, 22 long range rifle uh, that comes with an Impact 1000 laser laser rangefinder, and that's uh, from Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. So, you know, as Brad was uh, working on his garage, uh, you know, he could keep that handy in case he saw any kind of critter you didn't necessarily want around the house. Um, you know, perfect opportunity for that if they got too far down the old ride. They're, they're,
6: they're a fun gun to have.
5: Yeah. Uh, the awesome folks at Sheridan Bicycle Company. Uh, are uh, have on the raffle a Giant Talon 4 or a Live Tempt 4. Those are men's and women's mountain bikes. So awesome opportunities to get up our trails and enjoy uh, what's been built around you out here. Uh, there's also a Nemo Dagger Osmo 2. Uh, it's a two-person backpacking tent from Wild Adventures here in Sheridan. So another excellent way to get up into the Cloud Peak. And the folks at Sheridan Sports Stop have donated a winter adventure package, uh, which features a Mystery Ranch 55-liter backpack. Uh, It also includes cross-country ski and snowshoe rentals, plus a Whisperlite portable stove, a couple collapsible mugs, uh, fuel for that Whisperlite, plus a safety fuel storage and ignition system. So... Uh, and the uh, folks at Fly Shop of the Bighorns have a turtle box portable outdoor speaker so you can play everything on K R O E radio while you are out enjoying our uh, beautiful Bighorns backyard. So get your tickets at the Fly Shop of the Bighorns or at Wyotheater.com. We have links on our website that's shared in CLT. Like communitylandtrust.org and come see us at the Fly Fishing Film Tour. You can support SCLT and all the work we do and have a fantastic time. All right.
4: Now on that, I gotta pay some bills. We'll have more with the Sheridan Community Land Trust right after this. You're listening to Public Pulse Sun 930 KROE at 103.9
0: FM. Sheridan.
2: A new year means new adventures. Make this year the start of your homeownership adventure with First Federal Bank & Trust. Our local team will guide you through the home loan process from start to finish. Explore our online tools 24-7 from customizable financial calculators to daily mortgage rates. Call us or stop by our home loan center to get prequalified or apply online today at efirstfederal.bank. At First Federal Bank & Trust, we're making home happen in Sheridan. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
4: Hey Sheridan, Greg Hansen here. I just celebrated my 40th year in the tire business, and most of that time was right here in Sheridan, and now I've taken much of what I've learned to the streets, so to speak, with Pit Crew to you, a fully mobile tire store. We literally bring the tire shop to you with major brand tires at discount prices. Our expert team will install them when and where you
0: want. Shop tires online at pitcrewtoyou.com or call us at 752
3: We change your tires, not your schedule car running on fumes in your pantry looks like you're getting ready to renovate, well, buckle up for the gas and grocery sweepstakes brought to you by ERA Carroll Realty. Just head over to the sharedmedia.com, enter through February 1st for your chance to win a $200 gift card to Ridley's and a $200 gift card to Farmer's Co-op. One lucky winner chosen by random draw on February 2nd. Look for the gas and grocery sweepstakes presented by ERA Carroll Realty on the contest page at sharedmedia.com.
0: Everyone's story is different, but one thing is always true. Your trade-in is just as important to the equation as the new vehicle. Hi, this is Brad at Primary Motors, and we recently had a customer whose trade-in had been taken care of like it was part of the family and had sentimental attachment. We already had a local customer in mind, and they knew each other. Both of our customers were glad that they had come to Primary Motors that day. See us today at Primary Motors, 2305 Cochrane Avenue, or online at primarymotors.com. good morning and
4: welcome back to public Pulse. i'm floyd whiting this morning i'm speaking with executive director of the sheridan community land trust mr brad bauer and the director of marketing and development chris verba we touched on the upcoming fly fishing tour uh now this is a film which can be seen saturday february 3rd at the y.o theater uh, what time? One more
5: time, Chris? Doors at 5 p.m. The shows begin at 5.30, so swim on in and have a great time with us. And another program from uh, SCLT,
4: which uh, I talk about quite a bit because of its popularity among Sheridan residents, uh, Explore History, easily one of the most successful programs. Coming up, the Iron Riders ride again. Tell me about
6: that. Yeah, so this will be at the hub. Uh, the second Tuesday of the month, February 13th, uh, 10 to 1130 a.m. And and we gave a presentation on the Iron Riders oh, about a year ago. And and since then, I think Kevin's been on the show. Kevin Knapp is our history program manager. And we're really fortunate to have him start midsummer with us. And Kevin went back through this program and and added a lot of really neat touches to it. And uh, for me, I'm always a sucker for historic, historic photos. So, A lot of that's in there, a lot more history photos in there, a lot more uh, just kind of broader history of the Iron Riders, which was this uh, U.S. military experiment to use the bicycle as a means of transport. It was 1896, 1897. And the part that is so unique to Sheridan County is that they, they biked from Fort Missoula to St. Louis, 40 days, and they spent two days in Sheridan County. So Kevin tells us a little bit of the, the story of those two days, but then tells the bigger story as well. And this is such a cool undertold story that recently we were able to get a, a grant from the National Trust for Historic Preservation to take this story on the road, so to speak. So this summer, uh, June 19th, uh, we'll have a celebration and we'll unveil the, the driving tour of this. Uh, so it's a GPS-enabled uh, ability to take the same tour, but in person seeing some of the same sights that, that these young men were seeing from a bicycle, but you'll be seeing it from, I guess, the comfort of your car, or you could bike it, I guess, too, if you want. Um, and as you're driving along, there will be several places, uh, over a dozen that will talk to you about what you're seeing and what they were seeing and what they were experiencing uh, from their own words as well. So it's really cool. But you'll get a version of that this uh, at this next Explore History at the Hub. This is, like you said, Floyd, been an amazing partnership. We have Explore Histories every second Tuesday with the Hub, gen- generally at 10 a.m., and every third Tuesday of the month at uh, the Tongue River Valley Community Center in Dayton. Uh, and we cover uh, often the same topics, so if you can't make the one, you can make the other. And if you can't make either, Many of them end up on our YouTube channel as well, which you can get to our, uh from uh, Sheridan CLT, I think, communitylandtrust.org.
5: Yeah, and and the March program will be, uh, we call it Hail Caesar, and it's all about Sheridan College's Allosaurus. Yeah, this is so cool. <laughs> the Allosaurus. Yeah. Uh,
4: Who is Caesar the Allosaurus?
5: Caesar is the name they gave to the Allosaurus, which uh, was... Uh, discovered and subsequently excavated by a group of Sheridan College students in the 1990s. Uh, And we will have Bill Madison there. He is an archaeologist who was part of that discovery, and he'll tell the story about that. And that'll be coming up on Tuesday, March 12th, and again, Tuesday, March 19th. Uh, So it'd be at the Hub and then at the TRVCC in Dayton. And you can see the Times and all the information about those on our website at SheridanCLT at communitylandtrust.org. Could you imagine biking that route yeah right. i mean and, and and if
4: we think about it now we've got roads we've got finished trails we've we've got uh you know everything's been groomed compared to how it used to be yeah. plus the the improvements on upon the bicycle in the first place
6: yeah
4: I mean the seats, all of it has been improved over the years. This was, you know, they're
6: groundbreaking
4: care. technology at the yeah. time.
6: They were carrying rifles. They were carrying provisions. They were, you know, trying this out as an actual tool for for use. Yeah. Not just as a as a, as a summer trip, but you know, as oh, actual use. Can you get closer so, to that mic yeah. for
4: me? Thank yeah. you very much, sir. Yeah, it's it's one of those situations where you try, you know, you think about that route. You think about how, how long it took them to go. But then you have to think about the mud, the ruts, I mean, this was a massive undertaking, and I could only imagine how sore those poor guys were at the end of the day uh, when they were making these rides. Uh, Now, one more quick thing before I let you go. We've got an upcoming uh, basic level avalanche awareness workshop I'm running out of time. Chris, tell me about this.
5: Uh, That's being uh, folks from Bridger Teton Avalanche Center sending folks over to help train people. Classroom attendance is required. Then we'll be up on red grade trails. Uh, That is the weekend of February 23rd and 24th. Uh, Please sign up for it on our website. There is a small registration fee for it. Uh, but that'll help you get some information so you can know how to recreate safely in our backcountry.
4: And if you're one of those individuals who enjoys this uh, winter recreation up on the mountain, I grew up with a bunch of snowmobilers. Uh, and, and unfortunately, you know, un- terrible things happen to those poor guys over there where I grew up, Star Valley, the Tetons sure. every yeah. year. Yeah. And so it the danger is real. Uh, make sure that you've got the training. You've got a thank you you'd like to send out. Yeah, so out. We,
6: we wrapped up our year-end challenge, our year-end holiday challenge. End of the year is important for many nonprofits. The Land, Sheridan Community Land Trust is no different. We were able to raise over $200,000 this Man. year in campaign. It is amazing the generosity of our community that allows us to partner with the community to bring all these programs and projects to our community and just can't say thank you enough to it.
4: I think it's a testament to the programming and, the you know, the conservation going on down at uh, the Land Trust as well, though. People believe in the cause enough to put, you know, their money where their mouths are. And uh, it's helping to further all of that as as we go through the years. And so, Brad, Chris, I want to thank you guys for what you do. I want to thank your team for what you guys do every single day. I,
5: that's that's thanking those folks who came through with the money because they're truly they're. You know they're the ones that are helping connect people to nature and the outdoors, uh, preserving local history as you've seen with uh, the Iron Riders, and of course conserving uh, the places that we all love. It's really a special thing, and you know we're as staff are fortunate to be able to, uh, you know, implement what. Our community wants us to implement, and, and we can do that because of the support of so many. So, uh, if you all out there in Sheridan Media Land have uh, have donated, thank you so much. You are making that work happen. Uh, and if you're out there and you haven't or are, are kind of interested, go to Sheridan CLT, like communitylandtrust.org, uh, and take a look around. Come to one of these events coming up and see what you can be a part of. Absolutely. Come join our team.
4: All right. Chris Brad, thank you so much for coming in this morning. It's always a pleasure seeing you guys. Thanks, Lloyd. All right. When we return, we're going to speak with Sheridan Memorial Hospital doctor Aaron Henderson. This is Public Paul's on nine thirty KROE at one oh three point nine FM. Sheridan
2: Have you ever wondered what makes first federal bank and trust unique we're a mutual bank which means our focus is on you unlike other banks we don't pay shareholders we pay our community at first federal bank and trust your financial interests drive our decisions bank with us and experience the mutual bank difference where the power of community fuels your financial success first federal bank and trust is sheridan's only mutual bank member fdic
0: Another great week of the Break Free from the Bitter Cold event at Wearing Chevrolet. Pleasant weather all this week. There's no better time to come down. Visit the lot. Wearing Chevrolet has a great selection of brand-new Chevrolets as well as a massive selection of pre-owned vehicles. The incredible sales team will guide you through the wearing way of buying a vehicle. This event's heating up. Week 2. Savings on every vehicle. The Break Free from the Bitter Cold event on now. Wearing Chevrolet 107 Nostalgia online, wearing Sheridan.com. Wake up and smell the coffee lovers. McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette are bringing back the McCafe menu magic. Delightful espresso drinks and coffees. Whether you crave the warmth of a hot cappuccino or caramel cappuccino, mochas, lattes, iced coffees, and more, you can order your McCafe coffee right from the McDonald's app using mobile order and pay for a quick pickup. Your mornings just got a whole lot better with McDonald's McCafe because, hey, good days start with a great cup of coffee. It's back. Are you a mechanic
5: with welding ability? You'll want to pay attention to this. Decker Coal is currently hiring an experienced mechanic slash welder along with a utility oiler. These are day shift positions with excellent benefits you would expect from Decker Coal. Experience is necessary for the mechanic position, but they will train the right person as an oiler. Applications for both are available now at Sheridan's Workforce Center.
3: Decker Coal Company, an equal opportunity employer. The Wild Performing Arts and Education Center presents the National Theater's production of The Crucible, Thursday, February 1st at 6 p.m. A witch hunt is beginning when a group of young Salem women raised to be seen and not heard suddenly find their words have an almighty power. Watch as a climate of fear, vendetta, and accusation spreads throughout the community, making no one safe from trial. Get tickets today at the Wild Theater box office or online at wildtheater.com. Fox Sports Radio is back in Sheridan all day long, every single day. Tune into the best sports lineup in the nation every single day on Sheridan Media's 106.3 FM. The best sporting lineup in the nation all day, every day, 24 7. Sheridan Media's 106.3 FM and online at SheridanMedia.com. We are Fox Sports.
4: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. Proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. Joining me for the second part of the show this morning is internal medicine physician at Sheridan Memorial Hospital's primary care clinic, Dr. Aaron Henderson. Good morning, doctor, and welcome to the show.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
4: Now, how was your new year? How did doctors bring in the new year?
1: (laughs) Um... I have to say it was pretty quiet. (laughs) We celebrated probably the New York New Year's and we were in bed early. It's pretty, pretty lame. But, you know,
4: I think it's great. Uh, That's pretty much exactly the way that uh, the majority of the people I've (laughs) I've spoken to New Year about, you know, quiet, sitting at home, watching the clock turn and then heading to bed. Uh, Now, I've been asking kind of New Year's questions for individuals. I don't like resolutions, but we all have certain things in our lives that we're like, you know what? It's a new year. I might as well get this done. So uh, the question I'm asking today is what is one task or project that you would like to complete this year? This can be professional or this can be personal.
1: Huh. Well, um, I think we recently moved to Sheridan. So we hustled and moved here and we have lots of boxes at our home. So my project for the year is going through the old stuff and getting rid of what we don't need. Oh, so. Making
4: the big sacrifices. I know how yeah. that is. My wife just went. We've got a a, a very nice walk-in closet. And uh, when we got married, boy, that thing filled up really fast. Well, she took an entire Saturday and came out of there with six uh, black garbage bags Whoa. full of clothes that she just donated to the church. So, wow. You yep. know, cle- I, it just kind of surprised me. What surprised me even more? Walking into the closet, it doesn't look any more empty than it did the other. <laughs> I don't know where right. she managed to pull those things from, but they're still there. That's now, very... uh, you said you just moved uh, into the area. I didn't realize you, you were new to the area. Where did you yeah. come from?
1: So we moved from southwest Colorado, a little town called Cortez. Ah, And so this is kind of a big change for us, but we like we like small towns and... Uh, we were ready for a change.
4: Now, is Cortez somewhat the same size as Sheridan, or is this like moving to the big city compared to where you were? <laughs> it's
1: moving to the big city compared to where we were. Cortez is about six thousand people. Oh wow! So we had a Walmart, but Ooh, uh, fancy. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, that's about it. So
4: can you remember? And I, I ask this of every doctor that Sheridan Memorial sends me, because I think it's a it's a very important question. The moment you decided, this is what I want to do with my life, what was that? What, what was that moment?
1: That kind of drove yeah, my decision? Yeah. Um, well, I guess it would be quite a few things adding up. Um, I've always liked the basic sciences, my degrees in biochemistry and molecular biology, and actually worked in a lab for a few years in Denver before I decided I definitely wanted to be a physician in, instead of like a, a researcher. And I think I just really like the overlap that medicine gives between having relationships with people, taking care of people, but then also getting to apply all the basic science, you know, that I learned along the way and that I still have a passion for. Yeah. So.
4: Now, when it comes to like the day to day internal medicine, because that's kind of what this is, right? Like you are a general physician that we think of doctor. We go in and get to have that conversation with you, right? So. How much of the past, uh, I guess you could say, medicines do we still apply today? Uh, When we look at the science of medicine itself, we look at how far we've come in such a short amount of time. How much do you still reach back to the basics? You know, let me look at your fingernails. Let me look at your hair. You know, I Um, I can tell from this, that or the other.
1: I would say... I, I still like to do that, and I think a lot of it is still relevant. I mean, people notice in their own bodies what's changing, and they are always like, hey, I want you to look at this. So, yeah, yeah. so it it all plays a role, and I think that's what makes my job so enjoyable is getting to talk to people and getting to know them and taking what's ailing them and kind of figuring it out and then making a plan for helping them to feel better.
4: Yeah, so it's <laughs> so, almost as if, like, the evaluation itself reaches back to the, the old ways of doing things cuz now I got it figured out. But now the new science is I got a treatment for that.
1: Correct, and our treatments are better. So we still use a lot of the old medicines. I mean, they're generic, they're affordable, they're proven, they're safe. Yeah. Um but then this is a fun time to be a doctor too because there's a lot of new technology coming on the pike that we can really help to lengthen people's lives or help them to live healthier longer. So
4: now as w- as we look at the most rewarding aspect of that experience what is that to you because i mean we think of like our family doctors from back in the day uh you know they knew everybody my my father loves to tell a story when his grandmother passed away in very rural nebraska she sat in one chair and and the doctor came to her and he would stay for two three hours he would have tea and hang out
1: Uh, I wish I could still do that. I truly do. Um, You know, when I went into this, it was more about the science. And I have to admit, the longer that I've been a physician, it's definitely the long-term relationships that make it at the end of the day. And keep me going as a physician when there's so many pressures from insurance companies and paperwork and all of that. It's, you know, the science is still exciting, but it's the relationships. I mean, I practiced in Cortez for 12 years, and I had a hard time giving up. And telling my patients that we needed to make a change personally. So, I
3: mean, it,
4: it maybe it, some folks might not feel that it's it's this way anymore. But the one thing about you know the the primary care clinic is we're trying to get back to that intimate relationship where you delivered me as a child <laughs> and you took care of me through football season and all my sports, and you're my doctor. You know, we're trying to get back to that, aren't we?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, we are, and I I think that this primary care clinic is doing a fantastic job of getting people in and 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 doing things to help keep their doctors. Yeah, um, I so. think I
4: think people l- tend to like that better. You know, yeah. it almost like a therapist. I'd rather just stick with her. <laughs> you know, yeah, she knows everything about me, and I just want to stick to my doctor. Yep. If she wants me to go see somebody, <clears throat> she'll tell me. And if she trusts them, I trust. It's an intimate relationship.
1: It is, and that's something that takes time. And you know, there are all these pressures about um, how many, how to keep the doors open, and and things like that that you need to see more people. But uh, there's a balance too of the right amount of time with people, um, and, yeah. keeping, and keeping the doors open, so. and
4: and being able to get enough patients in through the day.
1: Correct. Because yes. you don't,
4: you don't want someone to feel like. You know, well, okay, yeah, your toe's going to be fine, Jerry. Get on out of here. Right. I got someone else to see. Right. I want to address that toe. We, exactly. We're going we're to take care of you. Now, <clears throat> when we look at taking care of ourselves, though, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm notorious for not doing this. Uh, self-care uh, has always probably been one of my greatest weaknesses. Preventative health care. This is something we should all be doing. But tell me what it is. What is preventative healthcare?
1: care? Um, well, I mean, in the clinic, if you're coming in to see your doctor, we're talking about screening exams and things to help catch disease early before it becomes a bigger problem. So whether that's cancer screenings, depending on your age range, um, looking at your weight, your blood pressure, kind of your diet, immunizations, things such as that.
4: Now, if we look at why so few people take these measures to to do these things what is the theory or what is research shown
1: um you know, I saw that statistic that only like six percent of people do preventive health care and i I don't know why the number is so low um maybe I mean health is complex yeah. and it's hard to know where to start, who to meet with um I think the just man, like the insurance piece of it is confusing. People come in and they say, I want my preventive health exam, but they have several other concerns. And then there's you know questions about what's covered by insurance and what isn't. So I think that part we could do a better job on educating people.
4: And I think I think that is kind of one of the issues um i will admit you know i've got uh, certain benefits from the va due to my time in the military and even even so i'm horrible i i've had the same pair of glasses for th- three <laughs> years you know and yeah. and i get them for free for goodness sake all i got to yeah. do is go down there and pick them up but i just don't take advantage <clears throat> of that kind of stuff right and i don't know why um i it, you know, if we ever figure that out, that's the key, right? It
1: is the key. I think yeah. we all work too much. <laughs> <laughs>
4: there you go, yeah. Now we all hear about those cancer screenings. What other types of exams and screenings should individuals actually schedule each year to to help prevent something from from catching us by surprise?
1: Yeah, so um definitely for most people that's gonna be some sort of lab exam. If You have certain risk factors depending on your family history. We might be looking at diabetes, looking at your cholesterol, and just kind of basic things your kidney, your liver, your electrolytes. Um, those things can actually give us a lot of information. Um, so
4: now, uh, what about younger people? Because you know, when I was in my 20s, I didn't go to the doctor, right. you know, the, the military said, Hey, let's check you out. All right, you could still. Jump and run. That's good enough for them. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But uh, what about the everyday individual out there who's still pretty young and spry? Uh, Should they be looking forward, though, like this?
1: They should. And, you know, for younger women, I think most of them, well, maybe not all of them, but they should be in having a pap smear to screen for cervical cancer. Um, That's kind of the big cancer screening for women that age. Um, But we are also looking at blood pressure and diabetes and diet. I mean, we're learning more and more what an impact diet has on all kinds of health congi- health conditions. And um, I think having that conversation periodically for a young, healthy man, you probably don't need to check in every year, but you should check your blood pressure because heading these things off early is going to prevent problems down the road when you're wanting to retire. <laughs> um, so now
4: I, I know you're, you're, the doctor. You're not the individual who's uh taking care of all the insurance stuff. But if we look at preventative medicine, does that help with insurance uh costs down the line? Or do you think it 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 would if we keep turning these into our insurance company and they're like, you know what, this this guy's taking care of himself, he's taking these screenings, he's he's making sure everything's all right. Um Again, you don't, you know, if you're not that person, you're not that person.
1: I don't know. I mean, I know certain employers will give like a discount on premium or give, I know certain health insurance companies, at least where I used to practice, would give like a gift card if you went in and had your blood pressure checked, for example. Um, So I think there are some incentives that way. Uh, I think the bigger incentive should be uh, for the individual that that, you know, that your blood pressure is good and that you kind of check that off. So, um
4: now, I turned 44 this year. Big year. Uh, what should someone my age start thinking about? Because there's a lot of individual. I mean, we're all living longer. And right. believe it or not, someone might look at me and say, oh, you're 44? You're still young. Right. Middle age has gone a little higher and a little higher. Right. But, I mean, I'm a middle-aged man.
1: Right. <laughs> so... Um, I think one of the biggest things that people may not be aware of is that they've just lowered the screening age for colorectal cancer to age 45 um, because we are now seeing more colon cancer as well as stomach and pancreatic cancer in younger folks. Um, That's odd. There's no guidelines at this point for screening for stomach or pancreatic cancer, but the colon cancer screening threshold has decreased.
4: You know, I think I read something uh, not too long ago lot of cancers showing up in younger kids yes uh, and when I say that I mean anyone in their 30s and
1: 20s uh, no you're right about that yeah, yeah and, and that is pretty alarming yeah we're still trying to
4: figure that out
1: correct and we, there's probably dietary factors um possibly environmental factors but I know it's it's being studied
4: and so you know these these screenings and tests that we may have reserved for over 50 we may want to just go in, get checked, like you said, maybe once a year, every other year maybe. Correct. Because this is a real thing.
1: Correct, correct. And that's where, too, like having, for someone your age, just if you were overweight or obese or you have a family history, we'd be looking at your blood pressure, diabetes, and some of these other risk factors for heart disease and um, things like that. Yeah, my father
4: had high cholesterol. And uh, (laughs) he's kind of a... An old cowboy. So uh, he worked at a mine. It was his mine that actually found that he had high cholesterol. And they instantly put him on medication. And he said, I feel fine. But the mine said, you're not leaving here without this script, buddy. And and so he had to start taking pills right away. He didn't even know that that was going on.
1: Yeah. And that's how a lot of these things are. You know, you don't you don't feel it until it's you know, you have a big event, a heart attack or what have you. So,
4: so you want to make sure that you're getting in there and getting these visits done. Now, uh, do wellness visits actually help manage and prevent chronic illness like this by catching stuff early? You see that a lot?
1: Um, yeah, we do. Um, and like the examples that I gave, I think just the most common ones because they're common things, diabetes, high blood pressure, they do help to catch those things early high cholesterol, um, even like we're seeing more fatty liver disease and what we call metabolic syndrome. And that's related to the American diet really? um, and all these things kind of compound and increase your risk for heart attacks down the road or strokes and certain types of cancer. So yeah, heading these things off early uh, can be helpful. And and so that just, I want to clarify the preventive health exam that's typically covered by your insurance covers the screenings. And then if you, if it, those things turn up a problem, Then we're going to be having you back for another visit to talk about management. And that's it's billed differently. But for most people, it's a copay.
4: And it's a heck of a lot cheaper to change your diet than start cancer treatment.
1: Correct. Or even a hospitalization for a heart attack. I mean, yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, I don't have a lot of time left with you, but uh, it's it's a new year. Statistically, many individuals have already fallen off their bandwagon. Uh, for their health-related New Year's resolutions. If you were to sit back and give folks one piece of advice on how to live a healthier life going forward, what would that be?
1: So poor diet is the leading cause of mortality in the United States. So I would urge people to take a hard look at their diet. And we all consume way too much sugar and probably ultra-processed and fast foods fried foods, those sorts of things. So I would say just look at how much you're getting in each of these categories. There's guidelines out there for what how much sugar you should take in, but I'd say sugar is a big, a big problem in the US. And most people consume like seventeen teaspoons of sugar a day. Over the course of a year, that's like sixty pounds of sugar. Holy cow. And that impacts so many different health issues, heart disease, diabetes, obesity Different types of cancer. Um, so, looking at what the guidelines are, and just trying to cut back. No one has to do a perfect job of this, but look at what you're getting, and just try to make small changes.
4: And it's, it's sugar is one of those things. You know, we all ran around worrying about grease and fat for so long that I think this guy snuck in under the under the bar, yeah, and uh, is is really kind of taking advantage of us. And and here's here's my issue, Doc. I'm a recovering alcoholic, and I am now a sugar addict. Uh Oh, I'm terrible about it. So, uh, uh, but after talking with you this morning, maybe me and the wife will sit down and take a hard look at, uh, my diet because I want to live a little longer.
1: Yeah. Take, take a look at it. And I just wanted to point out just a super quick resource, um, the American Heart Association actually has just a nice brief web page. Uh, it's www.heart.org that just talks about what sugar, is, how much sugar is in different foods and just how to make some quick changes. And it's pretty short uh, and to the point.
4: Thank you so much. And thank you, Doc, for coming in this morning. It's a pleasure to meet you and I hope to see you again.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been fun.
4: You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. it
2: Have you ever wondered what makes First Federal Bank & Trust unique? We're a mutual bank, which means our focus is on you. Unlike other banks, we don't pay shareholders. We pay our community. At First Federal Bank & Trust, your financial interests drive our decisions. Bank with us and experience the mutual bank difference, where the power of community fuels your financial success. First Federal Bank & Trust is Sheridan's only mutual bank. Member FDIC.
6: So I got pulled over and the cop comes up to my window and said, Papers? I said, Scissors, I win. And I drove off and he chased me for miles. I think he wanted a rematch. The same thing goes for you and your 4 before 4 side side-by-side or snowmobile if you don't keep them tuned up, prepared or serviced. You need to get that machine to Hando's Service Center. Don't wait for the big breakdown that costs you a fortune. Get that machine into Hando's and save that money hand over fist. Hando Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive.
3: Man, I just heard your car crying in the parking lot. It really needs an oil change. I know you've been putting it off because of the cost, but here's a deal you can't pass up. Through January at Midas, buy an oil change, get a second one free to use by March. It's perfect to share with a family member. And Midas also gives your car a thorough inspection to identify any current problems and to help plan for any upcoming repairs. Helping your car care dollars go farther will keep you safely on the road. See Minus Tire and Auto in Sheridan.
2: Have you been considering buying or selling real estate? My name is Callie Munsick, and I was born and raised in Buffalo. I have years of experience working as a real estate marketing consultant. Let me take my knowledge and passion for real estate to help navigate you through your real estate transaction. Call me to discuss all of your options or check us out online at llc.com Callie at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property.
0: At Carpet Design, their showroom showcases the latest in flooring, including carpeting, luxury vinyl, tile, laminate, all types of hardwood flooring. You'll see what's new in color, texture, and technology. If your flooring is showing its age or you're just ready to make a change, come see what's new and exciting at Carpet Design. Check out their large selection of in-stock flooring in the warehouse. Free estimates, 643 Riverside Carpet
2: Design. The following message presented by First Federal Bank & Trust, Sheridan's only mutual bank. Visit efirstfederal.bank.
3: Sheridan County Sportsman's Association Gun Club is hosting an NRA basic pistol class. This class meets the requirements for a Wyoming concealed carry permit. February 17th, 22 caliber pistols and ammunition will be provided or bring your own. Register at NRA Courses website or call or text Sheila at 307-752-5331. That's 307-752-5331.